Good evening, everyone. And thank you so much for joining us uh, for the dry eye disease origin story, understanding the role of MGD. My name is Alice Epitropoulos, and I am joined today by my esteemed colleagues, Drs. Michael Greenwood and Dr. Shepard. So again, I'm Alice Epitropoulos. I'm a cataract and refractive surgeon in Columbus, Ohio. I'm uh, on faculty at Ohio State. Uh, we have a dry eye center of excellence. Dr. Michael Greenward is quite the overachiever. Uh, he is fellowship trained in cornea and glaucoma. He performs advanced techniques in corneal transplants, uh, refractive surgery, MIGS procedures. He does it all at Vance Thompson Vision at, in Fargo, North Dakota. And John Shepard really needs no introduction. Uh, he is the rock star of ophthalmology. Literally, he is an amazing musician. I asked him to do a rap on that, but uh, uh, he also practices ophthalmology. Uh, he is president at Virginia Eye Consultants and professor of ophthalmology, microbiology, molecular biology at Eastern Virginia Medical School. So once we identify dry eye disease, then we can customize treatment based on the type and the severity of the disease. And a lot of this, you know, it, you know the ASCRS algorithm um, uses, you know, whether it's visually significant or not. We can also um, use this to determine the most appropriate implants to use for patients considering cataract surgery. Um, one, you know, one of the first-line therapies for dry eye disease are omega-3s. Uh, that has been shown to help with signs and symptoms of dry eye. And, um, you know, especially, um, again, uh, you know, those patients that are thinking about premium uh, lenses. And, you know, again, patients that have signs of inflammation, if they have uh, reduced tear production, then I think it's, um, you know, I think it's a very appropriate to use an immunomodulator. And both cyclosporin and lafitagrass have been shown to improve lipid layer parameters uh, in several clinical trials to date. And topical steroids have been used for years off-label to treat dry eye disease. And now we have an FDA-approved, um, you know, it's a nano, uh, nano suspension of lodopredinol atavinate 0.25%, and it's FDA-approved to treat both signs and symptoms of dry eye disease up to two weeks. And despite the potency of lodopredinol, it is an ester steroid, which is considered safer with lower side effects. The use of topical antibiotics with or without uh, steroids uh, can also be very helpful for those patients that have chronic lid disease and MGD. And um, I, I love the fact that azithromycin is back uh, in our armamentarium. And I think it's specifically um, advantageous uh, for its anti-inflammatory effects. Um, distinct from its antibiotic properties. Um, it penetrates into the ocular tissues and has a very long duration of action. So a lot of my patients, just for maintenance therapy, I have them using azithromycin uh, once a week. Um, some studies have shown that azithromycin is as effective or even more effective than oridoxycycline. Do, do either one of you use azithromycin? No, but I, as you're talking about it, I, I use it, but um, not, not in the same way you do, but as you were mentioning that, I was like, oh, that's like a really good idea. So it's probably something that I'm going to actually start doing more of. Yeah. 
I use it orally as well, and it's a lot cheaper than a Z-Pack. I, I prescribe Z-Packs almost every day for people who have pulmonary symptoms. It achieves wonderful blood levels, and you can use it systemically. But topically, it's a very viscous preparation, and the bottle only has about 12 drops in it, so it's a bit of a nuisance. In Europe, Taya has a BID preparation that's a little bit easier to apply and more plentiful. But the anti-inflammatory, anti-collagenase, and MMP9 activity, as well as the broad-spectrum antimicrobial activity, make it a, a great choice. Topically, a lot of my patients will use it at night, one week out of the month, and that seems to be a good maintenance therapy and unaffordable under the current circumstances. And then also, um, antibiotic steroid uh, combinations you know, with tobramycin have also been very uh, beneficial for patients with uh, lid margin disease. Um, it contains the xanthan gum, which is a the vehicle, um, and that um, allows the you know kind of maximum um, surface, maximum um, ocular surface uh, penetration. So you can actually have a lower concentration of a steroid. Uh, which, you know, is equivalent to um, higher dose. And then also, um, you know, it, it is also very effective for um, methicillin-resistant um, uh, staph and strep. So um, it's, a, it's a great option that we often uh, forget about. And then also patients that don't respond to topical um, uh, antibiotics or the physical therapy, um, then, you know, we often resort to oral, um, you know, antibiotics like John said, you know, especially those patients that have inflammation, rosacea, um, that are a little bit more resistant. Um, and tetracycline and its derivatives, such as doxycycline and minocycline, have also, you know, they've been used and, and found to be very effective um, in these patients with chronic leg disease. Um, and again, research supports low doses of doxycycline. Um, so when I prescribe um, this to my patients, I usually give them 20 milligrams uh, twice a day, and that has been shown to be as effective as higher doses. So um, I like to uh, look at um, you know treating the you know treating this as a three-step approach. There's several in-office procedures that uh, that we can perform. So again, lid margin hygiene, removal of obstruction, and reduction or elimination of um, inflammation. And you know these three mechanisms work synergistically. Uh, but are most effective when treated earlier before atrophy uh, or there's permanent damage to those glands. Microblepharo exfoliation um, uses a medical-grade microsponge to exfoliate the lids and the lashes, reducing bacteria and demodex uh, that contributes to inflammation and obstruction of the glands. And the biofilm is analogous to the plaque that builds up around the gums and the teeth that, that causes that chronic uh, uh, gum disease. Uh, thermal pulsation or lipoflow, um, it uses a combination of heat and vectored pulsation and it is applied to the anterior and posterior uh, lid margins to um, unclog those obstructed glands. It's been around the longest. It's a, it was FDA approved in 2011. Um, it's a 12-minute procedure, and one treatment has been shown to last up to three years. 
And then there's the Ilux, which is a handheld thermal device. And it, uh, what makes this unique is it allows that direct visualization of the glands through a magnifier. And you can actually customize this by kind of going back to maybe address glands that look a little bit more clogged or a little bit more inflamed. And again, it, it applies um, focal heat through a light source um, to those obstructed glands. And you know, this was a study uh, uh, that Joe Tauber did um, and colleagues, and uh, he showed a comparison of objective and subjective effects and it went out to four weeks uh, with Ilux compared to Lipoflow. Um, Ilux uh, was non-inferior to Lipoflow. Both treatments produced significant improvements in symptoms and in meibomian gland dysfunction testing. Uh, there was no statistically significant differences between the two uh, treatments. Um, and again, I think it's important to keep in mind that this goes out to four weeks. It'll be interesting to see you know, if, if we come out with data that uh, one year or two, you know, three years. Um, then there is the tear care, which is a, um, uses a localized heat uh, therapy. It's applied to the external lids for about 15 minutes. Patients can still blink uh, throughout the procedure and uh, it's recommended that it is followed by manual expression. And again, this was uh, another study that was published by uh, Priya Gupta uh, and John Hovanesian. Uh, it was published in Cornea, looking at tear care compared to, uh, again, Lipoflow. And you'll see in the black bars is uh, tear care treatment, and in the gray is uh, Lipoflow. And results, again, were equivalent for the improvement in dry eye signs. Uh, tear breakup time, uh, meibomian gland scores, conjunctival, corneal staining, and meibomian gland health. And again, this is uh, out to four weeks. And then MiboFlow um, is another in-office procedure. It delivers heat up to 108 degrees to the tarsal conjunctiva. It is non-disposable, and um, you can adjust the treatment settings. And then there's the hands free goggle system. There's Thermal One uh, Touch and Eye Express um, that provides a uniform regulated heat to the external surface of the um, external uh, lids. And manual meibomian gland uh, expression. Uh, sorry to have to do this while you guys are champagne. eating dinner. Champagne. That's, right. a, that's a good one. Cheers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that, is, that is incredible. <laughs> so I have this patient actually come into my office about every three months uh, to get this, and it's, it's actually pretty humorous because my staff lines up to watch it. Um, but it, how old is that patient roughly? She is uh, about 45. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. she looks young. Yeah. And she, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, it's, it's therapeutic. She feels better after, so after I, express. Yeah, I, you went through all the, uh, you've got one more slide. Maybe I'll wait till you're done. Yeah. Go ahead. If you want to come. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I've, I've had all of the, except for the goggles, I've had all of those thermal things done to me. I think they're, <clears throat> I think they're all great. Have you had this? Uh, no, no. <laughs> and I have like mild MGD, I'm pale guy like prone to it and um but i think they're great and 
patients like different ones for different reasons. Some like to have their eyes open, they like to see what's going on. I personally like um, the thermal pulsation where I can't see anything, because we, we put them on, we turn it up, we turn on some spa music, we dim the lights, and I just like it's a dry eye relax. Spa. And yeah, it is a dry eye spa. So the, I, they, it feels good, and like they it, they work very well for for me. Uh, billing and stuff like that has been a little bit more challenging, but uh, but but all of them are great, and and patients love them for different reasons. Yes, I agree. And then introductal probing uh, using a microcannula also helps to relieve obstructed meibomian glands, and it should be done under um, uh, local anesthesia because it can be pretty uncomfortable. And IPL, um, actually it was originally developed for dermatology, uh, but has been adopted uh, more recently with rosacea and MGD. And it, again, targets those um, abnormal inflammatory telangiectatic vessels that contributes to inflammation. And it was just recently approved uh, for treating uh, signs of dry eye disease due to MGD. So again, incorporating various therapies and advanced office-based uh, um, treatments will allow for greater success in management of this disease and improving long-term outcomes 